the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I like getting from point A to point B. Don't really care if I go in a Corvette or Chevette or a Tesla. Doesn't bother me. We saw recently... Porsche introduced some new models, and they've got Maria Sharapova and Army Hammer out to kind of like dog and pony show the thing. It kind of looks like the old Porsche, except for it's almost two inches longer. And I go, why do I care? I like my money to be spent not on depreciating assets like cars. Um, I've got a family member who has a white Porsche, and he's the biggest... I use the word douche because there's no other word that hits that as well as 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 powerful as that. Behave um, yourself. And I know it's not the best word to use, and I know it's not classy, but we're talking about a non-classy scenario. I'm not a car guy. I never will be a car guy. I don't understand it. Um, I'm a truck guy. I, I like hauling, you know, soccer equipment or furniture or whatever, helping people move. I'm more of that kind of practicality. I don't know about you. I think the world's gone crazy. We have a populist president, which you would never have thought would have happened. Um, But it did. The world's gone crazy. A woman in Georgia says that she spent nearly four months in jail because a roadside drug test falsely labeled a bag of cotton candy as meth. I've known some people who've done meth, and I've known some people who've done crack. Meth is nasty. The person that I know who did meth once asked me, she goes, can you tell I did it? Like, did it change my face? I'm like, yeah, you got like meth face and meth, she doesn't have meth teeth, but nasty drug. Can you imagine spending four months in jail because your bag of blue cotton candy is mistaken to be meth? Whoopsie, whoopsie, whoopsie. There's going to be a lawsuit on that one, right? Yeah, I think so. So Fed Chairman Powell's talking today, 9 o'clock Pacific time, and we're going to pay attention to it because it's one of the driving factors of the market. Higher interest rates have caused the market to get a little bit skittish. Salesforce had a good quarter. Tiffany did not. It's interesting to note. I, I, I just can't get into diamonds anymore. It's not my thing. I don't like cars. I don't like diamonds. I know... But half the women just turned off the radio. It's like, he's dreamy. He's got a great job. He's, he's worth some money. But he doesn't like diamonds and cars? <laughs> Moving on. I'll tell you what, I'm not Fabio. I don't have beautiful hair. I don't have big muscles. I'm okay. But I'm no Fabio. All three major stock indices moved higher at the start of the day. Because people are optimistic about the prospects of U.S.-China trade breakthrough when President Trump sits down with Chinese leader Xi at the G20 later this week. 
Then you get the Fed Chairman Jerome Powell speaking today. And a couple of his Federal Reserve members have come out recently and said, we're pretty close to being done. We're, we're, we're almost neutral. And that'll be a relief for the market. GM is on the right road, despite Trump's anger. Man, I don't get it. GM says we're shutting down some factories, and Trump's like, okay, we'll take some subsidies away from you. I, I've never seen the president so involved with corporate America and getting angry at them for when they make significant changes. I don't know. Is that his job? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a politician. I'm not a political expert. I don't pretend to be. Sales peaked more than a year ago in autos. And they can see a continued gradual decline as there's a secular shift towards SUVs, trucks, and electric cars. So the four-door sedan, it's going the way of the dodo bird. GM's trying to accelerate its transition and transformation into electric cars, trucks, and SUVs. It wants to save $6 billion by the year 2020 on cost reductions. I get it. And shutting down factories, you don't have to pay people, punch clocks, and you don't have to you know, buy new equipment. Monthly auto sales topped out in September 2017 at just over $18 million per year on a seasonally adjusted annual rate. So that seems to be our high. Car buying demand has been steadily slowing in the United States and China, which are big markets for American car makers. So I get why Mary Barra, CEO at GM, is pulled out and starting to right-size the company or downsize the company. I know that socially speaking, it's not cool of me to say right-sizing because people are losing their jobs. I said something terribly insensitive last week. Someone kept asking me about PG&E, and I said, you know, PG&E stock's not going to stop going lower, Pacific Gas and Electric, until the, the, the body bags stop coming out of paradise. And it was terribly insensitive, and an ex-fire chief emailed me and said, you know, there's people's families involved in said body bags. And, you know, maybe you're giving them a little bit of, of, of relief right now by talking about stocks and investing instead of talking about relatives who are missing and coming out in body bags. And I got called out on it. And you know what? He was right. Sometimes I can be a little crass in the way I give financial information. And I'm sorry. Um, back to GM and Trump. Uh, he's saying that, you know, he's going to cut the federal tax credit of up to $7,500 on purchases of electric vehicles. And that's a way for companies like GM to get some sales by offering some incentives. So interesting to note, GM, I think, is doing the right thing. Um, and again, that's just years of experience that labor is the highest cost of doing business. And it's one of the first things to cut. Now, systemically, when I saw that, I was like, let's take a look at the rest of America. Are we seeing layoffs coming? And we're not right now. So it's very isolated to the auto industry of right-sizing. But can that change? Yes. One stock that I like enormously is Boeing. No one can do what Boeing does. If you and I decide, let's start making planes, we're going to have to spend a ton of money on equipment, a ton of money on employees, a ton of money on technology, probably a ton of money on patents, right? Boeing shares have returned 895% over the past decade. That's not bad. It's better than Alphabet and Google. Now, Alphabet and Google have, have a problem right now with their CEOs going to Congress next week to get yelled at. And their corporate directive 
employees are starting to question, do I want to work for this company if they're going to do business with China on China's term versus doing business with China on Google's terms? So I look at Boeing, and I, it, it looks cheap to me based on earnings and free cash flow. It trades at 17 times next year's projected earnings. Um, I look at some utilities like Consolidated Edison, who doesn't have PG&E's problems, and it's trading 18 times next year's earnings. There's worries about global trade, tariff slowdowns. There's some real concerns on Boeing. I like it for a long-term patient investor. Consult a worker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned on this show. Find out more information about investing by going to newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. There's a lot of good downloads there. Go download the Warren Buffett quotes or income in retirement. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. So this is Black Grape. Shake your money. I once did a show on WJFK FM 106.7 FM in Washington, D.C. It was at the time home of Howard Stern, the sports junkies, and Don and Mike, and a little guy named Rob Black. I did a show called The Stock Zone. How horrible is that name? My producer went on to become a bigwig, Jeremy, at Satellite Radio, XM Satellite Radio. Me, I moved to California, but I had a big time show on an FM station, and it's kind of cool because I never heard of Black Grape, and I kind of like the song. Black. Anyhow, and anyway, um, Black. That was a time when I bought a company called Network Solutions, and it was pretty cool. It was publicly traded. It registered domain names. So if you want it, robblack.com or newfocusfinancial.com, you had to pay them. They had a monopoly, a government-controlled monopoly. Those are good investments. When the government basically says, you're the only people who can do this, and then there was the Internet Naming Commission company, Icon. They kind of got involved and said, we need to open this up to more people, but we don't know how. This one government institution, Network Solutions, seems to know how to do it. I interviewed the CEO of Network Solutions, who creepily looked like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. What was interesting, the stock went from 6 to 20. Great trade. Back down to 6. 6 to 20. Back down to 6. And then I go on vacation with the lovely and talented girlfriend that I had, Juliet. And when I'm on vacation, I try not to look at my phone. I try not to look at stocks. And it's kind of irresponsible. It went from 6 to 150. I probably would have sold it at 20. It probably would have been my, one of my personal financial mistakes that I regret it. That's the stock zone. And I made a lot of money by going on vacation. It sounds kind of crazy. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. The Fed is talking about normalizing interest rates. How are you, Mr. Mendez? I'm well. Thank you. You're here to drop a little uh, financial news on mortgages with me today. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have changed the amount you're allowed to borrow. And this is big because those are government-sponsored entities, GSEs, a lot like Network Solutions was. Um, what does Fannie Mae and Freddie yeah, have to say this now? Is, this is good news for you know high-dollar um, valued areas like the Bay Area where you know is 
you know, median home price with 20% down puts you almost into a jumbo loan. Um, and everybody's heard the difference between jumbo and conforming. So hearing that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have increased their loan limits, they basically said that home prices went up 6.9% from same time last year to same time this year. And we might as well increase. They're kind of following this Recovery Act from 2008 and the saying, uh, we're going to raise our loan limits 6.9%. So instead of borrowing 400 and 53,000, which is the conforming limit, you can go up to 484. But that also increases our high cost cap, which was at 679, uh, all the way up to 726,000. So it, what this really means for people is that they can avoid jumbo if they can fit in those those limits. And it's really about the guidelines. Now, jumbo's really stepped up their game. And a lot of people are saying it was a little too late for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to say, let's increase our, our, our limits because, you know, places like the Bay Area are already that, you know, pretty high as far as a loan amount. So, uh, but it's the guidelines that really make the difference. And it's the, you know, like you could have lower credit scores and not get kicked out of a jumbo, for example, or cash out. You don't, you can go to higher loan to values. You can, you don't have to have as many reserves. You can they have better guidelines on second homes and investments. So you have shorter wait times for bankruptcies and foreclosures. So it should be very, very healthy for a market like the Bay Area and other places like D.C., which is going fantastic. Uh, New York and Chicago is in the L.A.s, and it should it should really play out for the market. Sounds good. People can contact you at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And essentially, the limits on getting government-secured loans for companies that you work with, you know, banks and brokers do loans, and then they repackage them and sell them to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. So the numbers just went higher, and that's a good thing, um, especially if you've seen home prices go higher. So uh, thanks very much, Tony. People can find you at com if you want to do business with Tony. Tony is my mortgage lender and a pretty damn good lender at that. Um, the details are important to know. The interest rates vary like golden clay. Um, so work with a lender that you trust. Tony's the lender that I trust. Find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm not getting paid to say that. Speaking of cool things, I got tickets right now for the WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. Ladders and chairs. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Um, it's coming up. It's coming up at the SAP Center in San Jose, December 16th. Winner gets four tickets. Four tickets to the... De- WWE tables, ladders, and chairs. And it's a pay-per-view event, so you actually get in to see pay-per-view, and maybe you could put up a a John 316 sign and color your hair like rainbow and get on TV. I don't know. Maybe that's your thing. But you get to see Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose for the International Championship. Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre. And this is kind of... I find this one surreal. Ronda Rousey who did, like, cage fighting. She's going to defend the Raw Women's Championship against Nia Jax. Tickets start at 25 buckaroos. You can get them at SAP Center Box Office or 800-745-3000 or Ticketmaster. That's easiest. Ticketmaster.com. For four tickets, coming up December 16th, which is a Sunday at 3.30. You'll be home by 8, in bed, sleeping like a baby. After having watched awesome, muscular people dance around, throw each other around, and put on a pretty damn good show. You can find out more by going to Ticketmaster.com or even 
Uh, KDOW.biz. KDOW.biz has information on these tickets. 800-516-1220 wins the tickets. It's 800-516-1220 to win the tickets. Um, and please go and have a good time and get a break from the markets and the president and the economy and unplug for a bit. So Winning. Tesla is a company that does a lot of press releases. And you might remember Elon Musk talked about building a tunnel under Los Angeles and he was going to shepherd cars around in it. Only problem is people of California said, you know, we want you to be environmentally correct. We don't want you necessarily killing the the dung beetle of L.A. And I know you're saying the dung beetle. Yeah, he drives around a white Porsche and he's kind of a douche. Um, but he also lives under the ground. And uh, anyway, the boring company, Elon Musk's company, has said, we're not going to build that tunnel anymore. Uh, too much pressure from the, the people. Little Peter Gabriel. I've, get, I've been finding Peter Gabriel in my playlist a little bit more. I dig awesome. Peter Gabriel. He's one of my faves. And um, We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Rob Black and your money. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. I do appreciate you listening. I try to give you stock ideas that are meaningful and will help you stay out of trouble. I talked about Boeing being a very unique business and the fact that world populations are growing, world wealth is growing, and as it does, more people will travel. And there's two companies that really dominate the airspace, and Boeing is one of them, Airbus being the other. Um, then you get some other players in there, but I like Boeing. Um, will it last forever? I don't know. So, don't know on that one. Now, one area that's new and exciting is marijuana. Marijuana. Mary Jane. Weed. Pot. Dope. Whatever you want to call it. Poppy needs and that sticky icky for his glaucoma. Yeah. <laughs> it is sticky. Uh, I have a friend that went through a divorce last year and he also liked to grow marijuana plants and uh he shows up in my house on days like yeah me and my wife are getting divorced and i gotta give away all my marijuana plants you want one i'm, like, right, I'm okay right, right. you need me to water them before y'all do that but i don't need one and he got rid of his marijuana plants because he was paranoid that his wife was going to use the fact that he grew marijuana and had two daughters against him i don't know <laughs> Something's odd about that story, right? So anyway, marijuana is huge right now. And a lot of data is coming out on how to play it. So marijuana used to be sold on the you know neighborhood weed dealer, right? I don't know what that even means. But now we're starting to say, okay, let's take a look at vapor. Or let's take a look at different forms of ingesting marijuana. And there's a shift to vapor. Vape pens are kind of killing it. Other major trends include strong year-over-year growth in non-inhalables, including what are called tinctures, topicals and beverages. I don't know what a tincture is. The flower marijuana itself has made up 77% of the market in sales in the last you know, few years. Now it's starting to trend down to 48% because we're starting to say, let's vape it. 
let's and somehow you get like juice from the the marijuana plant and it's suddenly vape juice right so 80 percent of the 50 billion dollar u.s marijuana industry remains off the books and that's starting to change on the federal level marijuana is still considered an illegal drug but yet more and more states are opening it up and the federal government doesn't seem to be enforcing some of the strict laws. You might find that sometimes if you do buy marijuana legally with all the commercials that you're hearing, like MedMen, um, and gosh, I, I know there's a weed delivery app out there. What you may find is that they only take cash or debit. They're not dealing with credit transactions in any way, shape, or form. But they're learning a lot of data right now. And it's going to be interesting to see how the marijuana industry changes. It had a very sexy summer and start of the fall, but recently marijuana stocks have weakened. Um, I think more and more states will continue to legalize marijuana. And as it does, the business will grow like weed, right? Canopy Growth is the obvious player in a company that makes a lot of the flowers. Um... Obviously, Constellation Brands owns a big chunk of Canopy, so if you want to own a more diversified marijuana play, you own can- uh, you own the liquor company. If you want to own a bullet shot, you own Canopy Growth. And then you start getting kind of weird, and that's where I, I'm, I'm cautioning you. There's a biotech company who's starting to use some of the medicinal benefits of marijuana in their products. And that's sexy, but... Products still need to get approved by FDA and things along those lines, which is risky. So just be cautious. You know, since I was a little boy, we've been trying to cure cancer. So far, no cures for cancer. Getting drugs approved is a costly and and expensive process. Now, I'm getting a lot of questions about Facebook, Apple, and Amazon. Netflix and Alphabet. And it wasn't too long ago that we were saying Apple's going to race to a trillion dollars. And Apple won the race. They crossed the symbolic mark in early August, hitting an all-time high, and then running a little bit higher. Amazon followed suit through its trillion-dollar dalliance. It lasted all of a day. So that trillion dollars is tough to become two trillion. And these big tech companies are big, so it gets the the growth gets tougher. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Apple and Alphabet have all lost total about $1.1 trillion in market cap since their peaks. Many of these companies have fallen 20 to 40%. Um, Out of the top 10 S&P 500 tech stocks in 2018, Netflix is the only one to make the cut. Um, There's been a sell-off as traders rush to the exit all at once. Very crowded trade. Will it create a buying opportunity? I think so. Uh, But yeah, Alphabet has changed. A lot of employees have written letters, open letters to the CEO. Like, why are you going back into China? China won't let their citizens read about Tiananmen Square, which happened back in 1989, where a tank ran over people, right? I, I, I don't know all the details. I'm not a history major, but China doesn't want their people seeing it. So Google goes in, and China gets access to everything Google gets access to, data and search trends and if you're a dissident and you're like, hey, you know, uh, the human rights violations happening in this city are ungodly. Well, not only will Alphabet and Google get a copy of that, but so will the Chinese government. And they may go out and arrest that guy. And that turns into an issue for Google employees. 
they were hired, you know, back when 2010, Google went out of their way to say, we can't do business in China, so we're leaving. We have too many, our ethics are too high, and we just don't feel comfortable doing it. So they laughed. Now they're trying to get back in. And if you've looked at the sexual harassment issues, Google's at the forefront of a problem place to work. And if you look at diversity issues, Google's got a problem. Not a lot of, not a lot of diversity. <laughs> so that's out there. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. As always, again, thanks for listening. Um, I see a bottom in some stocks. You know, Facebook's down in 130. I would pay 140 for it. So I like the value that it's at now. Do I think there's more bad news coming? I do. Zuckerberg has to do something. The whole privacy issue is a problem. Um, the whole Russian hackers, they seem to know about it long before they told us. And why did it not get shut down? So Facebook's got some more bad headlines coming before we start realizing, okay, it's at a true bottom. But I, I see a lot of value in the stock at this point in time. I see some value in Amazon, although it's a very expensive stock. But it's also hyper growth. Apple, the growth is coming out of the company, so it's going to be more of an income play and cash flow tray play, which doesn't offend me, but it's out there. Netflix and Google, um, all of them are off from their highs. So worthy of note, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, I, I, I think sometimes I come across as negative and sometimes I come across as optimistic. So I'm sorry about that, that I can't be more balanced for you. But there's some stories out there that start just to get in your head. Like we have $1.5 trillion of student loan debt. That's a problem. We got a lot of mortgage debt. We got a lot of credit card debt. Mortgage debt and credit card debt tend to be things that we're spending and in juicing the economy. Student loan debt, I, I think, is one of the worst values. A lot of people go to college and rack up student loans, and then they get a degree that they're just getting a degree. They're trying to make mom and dad happy, so they struggled with their math and science curriculum. So they dropped the bachelor of science. They went for a bachelor of art in like phonics. <laughs> like, what do you do that? Um, but we just have $1.5 trillion of student loan debt just lumped on top of us. Now, there's student protection plans that really aren't getting utilized or implemented correctly. The federal government hasn't walked away from the fight. They're just helping banks um, get their money from you. Every 28 seconds of every single minute of every single day, uh, a student defaults on their loan. So that's a problem. Because when you have student loans, you don't get a default. The government gets to go after you forever. So as the cost of tuition and borrowing continues to rise, students have seen an almost 157% increase in cumulative growth since the Great Recession. So credit card debt down about 1%. Student debt up 157%. Hmm. Every 28 seconds of every single minute, of every single hour, of every single day, a student defaults on their loan. Yeah, we have a debt problem, and that's something you have to be cognizant of. Can we stress it? Can we manage it? They say one day Alameda will be underwater, right? Unless we build dikes and, and levees and things along those lines, which could happen. Or maybe we do nothing, and yeah, it's underwater from you know global warming and such. I don't know. 
I tend to see the proactive responses and, re- and reactions, not the negative. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. A couple things I want to throw out first and foremost is thanks. I've been doing radio for 20 plus years. I'm in the final 25% of my career. Maybe it'll go a little further. Maybe it'll go a little shorter. But I've worked a lot, and uh, I'm very, very appreciative of you, the listener, in so many ways. So I try to do my best and, and share ideas with you. And one of the ideas out there you know, that I'm always trying to be realistic about is when a door closes, a window opens. And I'm surprised. I got an email from someone who sent me a video of some crazy wackadoodle talking about gold and how China may change their wand and make it gold standard. And he's like, what do you think about this? He's basically trying to say it's the end of the world as we know it. And I'm like, it's not the end of the world. And you're talking about a wackadoodle who's trying to sell gold coins with 30% markups and 30% sellouts. It's impossible to make money on gold. If there was an angle to make money on gold, I'd be like, let's do it. In times of crazy, you know, when your hair is all messed up crazy, you've just had a good time, whether it's sports or love or something. In terms of crazy, we got that covered on Wall Street. (laughs) So we got it covered pretty darn well, all things considered. So again, thanks for listening. You listen. I'll try to do my best to help get you to retirement, help get me to retirement. And um, it means the world to me. So one of the areas that door closes, window opens, right? The fires. One of the things I've learned in this fire season in California is that you can pop, you can buy private firefighters to come save your home. And insurance companies kind of like this. So two years of unprecedented wildfires, and we're learning about you can hire private firefighters. They work independently from the county firefighters. Their job is to protect specific homes under contract with insurance companies. Their work can vary from pushing back flames as they approach properties to reaching the site before the blaze arrives and spraying homes with fire retardant chemicals. That to me is like, I don't think it's all, I'm a little confused by it, but I see the business opportunity when a door closes, a window opens, right? So there's a company right now that operates in 18 states. It's been in California for 10 plus years. And they basically say, well, where's the fire at? Where is it going? How can we cut it off? Whose home should we save? And the insurance companies dig it, but the firefighters are like, well, they're not really coordinating with us, and we don't have to, we don't want to rescue them. Um, Crews deployed by insurance companies don't exclusively serve wealthy homeowners, but also protect a lot of middle-class homes in rural areas. So that's kind of cool, in my opinion. It's I don't have an angle there yet. I haven't even figured it out, but I saw that. I was like, interesting. I'm going to file this away in my head. Now, back to the wackadoodle selling gold coins and how tough it is to make money. I get an email from a guy, and he, sh- he sends me a YouTube video. I'm like, I'm not impressed. That didn't scare me. It's you got to move on, dude. I've seen that video hundreds of times through the last 30 years. 
it's cropped up numerous, numerous times. I should say 25 years. Um, or videos that are, are designed to scare people. I, I don't think that's a reason to sell. Gold has not been a great investment since Christopher Columbus. Back in the day when we were like, okay, you take the Santa Maria, the, the Nina, and the Pinta, or the Pinto Bean, or whatever the third boat was called, right? You go sail around the world and bring the queen her gold. And Chris Columbus is like, I get three ships? Cool. And he sails off and he looks for gold. That's back when gold had a value. But then again, so did tulips. So did spices. We need to give up on this gold love affair, in my opinion. But it's gold, Gold! When the market goes to hell in a handbasket, and it will... Gold will go higher and people will say, I told you so, Black. Rob Black, you're a loser. I told you you should have been in gold. And gold will have its day. Every dog has its day. I truly believe that. And I think everyone, everyone has a, a greater purpose, but I think most people don't ever find it. And I think that's kind of sad, but it's also kind of true. So when do you panic out of a stock? When do you panic out of a company? Google's having a bit of a existential crisis right now. Um, CEO Sundar Pichai is going to Congress next week, and he's going to get grilled by Congress. Zuckerberg didn't show up for a European uh, grilling where politicians want to go, you, Mark Zuckerberg, are an out-of-control frat boy. Hear ye, hear ye. But again, this is that, that was actually my English accent, believe it or not. It sounds a little bit like my southern accent, which they all kind of blend together, right? But um, yeah, it's not a good time to be a tech company. You're in the crosshairs of politicians. Now, in the long run, that's actually a pretty good thing, to be in the crosshairs of politicians. You could argue that, you know, Microsoft got beat up pretty bad in the 90s by the European Union because of... Internet Explorer dominance and uh, competition with Netscape really never materialized. So politicians like, you get to unbound that browser from your software. They're like, what? And, and you can look at Microsoft and they're still strong and they're still standing and they're on an all-time high right now. But that was 20 years ago and there used to be a kind of a show on how much we hate Microsoft. Now we're trying to say, look how much we hate Facebook. Look how much we hate Google. Google's going back into China after pulling out of China back in 2010. And employees are pissed. It's an existential crisis that they have to work through. Do no evil or do some evil. Uh, That's a different tagline, isn't it? Find me at Rob Black's show. Some good downloadables on investments at newfocusfinancial.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.